And then we have Luna representing tattoo artists across America. <laughs> wow. All of them. It's not even local, not even statewide, but actually just nationally wide. All of them. The world. Done. Yep. The world. Yeah. Luna, what, Global Luna, tattoo artists. What's the name of your shop? Spellbound. And you're the owner? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, owner of Spellbound. And I think you separated the word, two words. I don't, uh, like legally, it's one word. Oh, legally, it's one word. Like, I okay. just was okay. being creative. I'm, like, I'm just going to make it one. Okay. Got you. Got make you. my own word up. Yeah. No, that's there great. So, like, so, how do you get clients because it's probably competitive how many tattooers are in ogden oh my gosh there's probably like 15 on washington boulevard are you serious like shops at least i've shops, it. dude tattoo shops oh yeah I had no idea. each shop has how many artists would you say at least five or six there's i had a, no idea there's that's a lot one street. Tattoos that's a, one street a, in ogden. well you said it's lucrative as long as you can get a client base yes right? and well think about painters there's a lot of painters out there right but they're all different they're, they do paint different things. They don't paint sure. the same things. So, so tattoo artists are all, what's your style Unique. then? Um, so the way that I was brought up in the industry, I was taught to like be well-rounded. So I kind of am like diverse and I play with different styles and I don't try, try to like stay in one way. I like, I kind of go through phases. So like one phase I'll be like abstract or one phase I'll be black work and then traditional like, I don't know. I just, it depends how I'm feeling, I guess. What's everyone asking um, for these days? A, a, a certain style? I call them basic bitch tattoos. Okay. Todd? Very, very what, <laughs> what is that? <laughs> like, don't look at me. I, know <laughs> I don't know. You, did, you knew that there were so many tattoo artists. I was like, I don't know what that is. No, no but uh, this kind of makes sense. So I'm, okay. I'm, I'm joking. I'm following. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. No, um, Utah has a very like um, suppressed culture. I feel like, like okay. I, I'm sure you guys understand. Right? Are you raised in Utah? Are you yes. all raised? You're you're not. Where are no, you from? No, Texas. Texas. Okay. Yep. Texas has a huge tattoo community. Actually, I think Texas has one of the biggest in the U.S. Um, community as far as Eric's I know. only tattoo is on his ass. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you look like an only ass. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Stay tuned because uh, make sure you watch the whole episode. Luna's going to give me a tattoo <laughs> during the episode. That's the do you bonus, want running bonus shoes? Part That's the bonus the point. I'll do yeah. running shoes. Yeah. Okay. No, no. <laughs> you know the shoes on the wire where it's like Converse, just like coming. Down. Oh, that would yeah. be an awesome yeah. tattoo, yeah. actually. Yeah. 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 Yep. Yeah, I, I dig that. Okay, but basic, more basic. So, oh, yeah, but the sorry. style, the style that you do, like people are asking for the most around here. Is there something trending mm-hmm. that's in Ogden specifically? Yeah, well, I have to think about that because I'm originally from Logan, Utah, okay. and uh, when I lived in Logan, um, a lot of college students got tattooed by me because they were from different states. And um, they weren't grown up in a way where like tattoos were bad. Like the, you'll get a girl from like Wisconsin or like California and they're like, oh yeah, as soon as I turn 18, like you get tattoos, you yeah. know, you use daddy's credit card to swipe it. <laughs> and that's how it was. And I was just like, okay, cool. Like we're going to just label our ATM as a bookstore, like whatever. Sure. But um, there was mountains. I always did mountains. Oh yeah. Mountain tattoos and like constellations. I did a lot like okay. stars. Yeah. And here in Ogden, I feel like like the art style has evolved and I get a lot of clients from Salt Lake City. So I feel like, I don't know, they're like anything weird we'll get. Like we just like, you know, different weird tattoos, like something that you drew. So I feel like the culture has kind of changed where like they want the artist to kind of do their own thing and they just are willing to get that. 
thing that makes so um there's a photographer yeah who likes who prints stuff Mm -hmm. for 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 other artists and he's got an issue with it people bringing in uh photos from their iPhone because they believe that the iPhone has good enough quality to print really, really big. Oh no. Which it doesn't. <laughs> so I'm curious, you know, people uh, very much like their own mm, art. Always. Do they bring in art that you look at and it's like, this is not going to work. I, I've gotten, oh my gosh. It's so funny. Cause it's like, I, I hear all these like voices in my head that tell me all these things and I never say it out loud. So I like, I always feel bad if it comes off like really offensive to like clients. Cause it's like very like, blunt but like to be completely honest i don't say anything to my clients when um they bring me something that is very untattooable i i i've learned a lot like i've been tattooing for at least seven years and throughout the years i've learned not to tell your client like no like you're like okay i'm going to do everything in my power as an artist to make it a yes like i'm going to change it to fit their vision but um like i've noticed when i tell clients like oh, like, this is not going to work out. Like, look at the line work. Like, this is too small or blah, 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 blah. Like, I'm like, I'm, I skip that step and I tell them, I'm just going to, I love your idea. I think it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Come in on this day. And then, like, I just, like, give them what I can, similar, like, close to what they want. And they never say anything. Like, they never were like, oh, actually, I wanted it, like, way smaller. Like, they trust your opinion. Like, yeah. And I, I've gotten so far in my career where like I have a following and I have the social media, like I wouldn't say like clout, but I have like the, um, the background where they'll trust me. Yeah. And then if they don't trust me, I have to like, you know, Hey, like I know what I'm doing. Like, don't worry. Like reassure them and like let them know that. And if it does come down to like them being extra picky, then I just am straight up. I'm like, maybe I'm just not the artist for you. Yeah. Like, Todd, is that an arts lesson here? Oh yeah, yeah. I think that's that's probably across the board. That sounds about right. But it's, I think sometimes it's also, like, how many artists do you have in your shop? Um, currently, I want to say, I like, like that you have four to or five, yeah. Yeah. four or five. And so maybe it, you know, you're not the right one, but maybe one of your artists is exactly. Right? And so I think yeah. that also the more um, you know you know, the artists in the, in your community, it's, it's also pairing them up with that. Exactly. I mean, that's, that's like that. Mm-hmm. That's like the nice community thing to do. You know, right. it's, it's, it's that sort of referral work is mm-hmm. like, maybe this, maybe this particular public art call isn't for you, but maybe exactly maybe the next you one can refer them just yeah. like how hairstylists do like, Oh, I know I, I can't do oh, pop collar. So, yeah. but so-and-so does do it. Um, I've referred a couple people to like a few friends of mine, like geometric tattoos. I don't do geometric tattoos. I feel like that skill is like very like intricate line work. And, um, I feel like with my style, it just doesn't mesh very well. So I do have a friend that does it amazing. So I just send them to them. What's and, your favorite style to do? Um, when someone says, I want to do this, abstract, you're like, yeah. Abstract, abstract? art. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's right now, currently. Yeah. I'm sure it will change. But um, like illustrator, il- like child book, illustrative tattoos, like okay. anything that reminds you of like your childhood. And I feel like that links back to like your your art style is going to always, like the foundation is going to be how you grew up in your art, like your childhood. So you yeah. draw a lot as a, as a kid, like growing yeah. up. Like, what? When did you? When were you like? All right, I'm go. I'm I'm tattooing now. <laughs> eight. Yeah. Eight. She was eight. She was eight. Yeah. yeah. It just was. Gave like, your first it tattoo. At eight or nine. <laughs> I I feel like um, so my parents were the type of parents 
that did not care if I drew on the walls. Oh, cool. Yeah. So I had this like, I grew up in a very, very small house. It was a, it, it was at least a one bedroom house with like five kids. And there was this one huge, there was like two living rooms, but like one of the, I think it was a dining room that my parents converted into a bedroom because it didn't have like doors. So it was just like a big, like opening room and there was like bunk beds in there. Mm, so yeah, I, I just grew up very poor in like a small house. It was like a square shaped and I'm sure like my parents were like, this is what we did. My dad worked in a farm. My mom was a stay at home mom. And like my mom was very creative. She always played like Play-Doh with us. And like she just always like was in touch with our artistic abilities. My older sister is an artist. My little sister cannot draw her own name. Like she's not, <laughs> she's not that good. Yeah. But um, when it came to like art and expressing ourselves, my parents were very supportive. And they're like, yeah, go ahead. And, like um, actually the house is abandoned. And uh, if you still look into the windows, my art is still there. That's crazy. Yeah. That's, cool. That's so cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Do you remember your first tattoo? Yes. Um, Not on you, but that you so, did? Although my parents were very supportive, they're very um, Catholic. Yeah. So they made me wait until I was 18. Before so. you got one. So before I got one, my yeah. parents don't have one either. My parents don't have okay. any tattoos. I like ask them, like, can I please tattoo you? And they're like, no. They're like more scared about the pain than they are about like, you know, anything else. They're like scared it's going to hurt. Yeah. So, and what was the first one that you did um, on somebody else? Oh, uh, <laughs> I love your questions. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I just, I have this vision of you like. Like in, in an alley somewhere with like some basically. janky equipment or whatever, but <laughs> so but, this, this but you have to like go to school and do the whole thing, right? But did you yeah. start like on the? So rewinding the clock a little bit, um, I remember being in high school and my friends would always like walk up to me and be like, "Draw me." Yeah, because I always drew. I was was like drawing random stuff, and so my friends were like, "Here's a sharpie, like just draw me." So I was that friend that got in trouble all the time by like their parents or teachers, and um, I would like trace like roses all the time. And then my teacher actually like came up to me. She was so mad at me because she would catch me drawing all the time, and I would never do my homework. And I remember telling her that she was all like you need to stop drawing. And then I looked at her and I was like 17 years old. And I'm like, what if I become a tattoo artist? And it's because my career. And she's like 20 more minutes. And then ever since then, <laughs> 20 more minutes. Yeah. Ever since then, she never, she never ever told me to stop drawing. Yeah. Like the rest of the school year, she never like told me to put it away. And I actually like, I want to contact her again and tell her, thank you. Like, yeah. Yeah. That was, that was a huge breaking point for me. I do have a quick question, and I think that you're probably a good person to ask. Is because uh, you grew up um, Catholic, your parents, mm-hmm. your family's still Catholic, yeah. And so I'm I'm not religious. This is obviously a somewhat religious community that we live in in mm-hmm. Ogden, and I say in Ogden in Utah. And uh, how does that? How does the tattoo culture sort of play in with what's sort of written, right? right. Like, I mean, the way that you were raised is it? Obviously, there's plenty of religious people that get tattoos right at some point you know but what is it obviously your your, your parents aren't fans of it mm-hmm. um so how does that fall how does that fall into being a tattoo artist in a culture that you know there you use the word right. repressed right right i mean there's a lot of people that are and and sometimes when you said you lived up in logan and so it might be their first time away from home mm-hmm. they turn a certain age 
they might find a, a place that's hidden from right. view, right? Yeah. I'm sure a lot of first tattoos are hidden from view, right? Yeah. So parents don't ever see. And so how's that sort of played into your practice or becoming an artist in a place like Utah? Well, I feel like in the industry, it, it's actually really unique in that way because I feel like a lot of people get rosary tattoos and a lot of people get religious figures tattooed on them. Like you see Jesus, you see Mary. And so I actually find that very interesting that like, although that like religion might be, might play a huge part on like why people get certain tattoos because like, Oh, I want a rosary tattoo because I feel like it's going to protect me. It's the intention behind the tattoo. It's kind of like witchcraft. Yeah, a lot of crosses, a lot uh, of prayer, prayer. Hands right. And, and so that's why like, I named my shop Spellbound and that's a witchcraft type of way. And I feel like your intentions are put into your tattoos. And like, if you look way back into history, like ancient history, we've been getting tattoos for so long. Like ancient Egyptians like have them on them. Like they've found them on mummies. And I did research one day because I was just like, why is it that we feel the need to mark ourselves? Like why, Mm. like why is that a thing? And with the, all the research that I've been able to combine, it has said we, we have a need to want to separate ourselves from different tribes or different societies. Mm. And whatever will like push us away from like certain societies or civilizations or different tries, tribes to help. Like, you know, if you go to Hawaii, there's tribal tattoos sure. and there's different symbolisms. I don't do tribal tattoos because of the respect that um, mm. symbolism that is behind all those, you know, different marks and whatever, like there's different shapes that mean different things. And so different cultures have like all these rules behind the tattoos. And I, I don't know, I feel like that question, like religion and then like tribes and it, it just like goes way back, you know, yeah. it's, it's just, it's such a complex industry to be honest. There's so much that goes behind. And it. you're a woman and yeah. you know, <laughs> now when you, when you automatically, <laughs> When you messaged me, you said it was male dominated. And it's funny because I think, think of cat, you know, cat Von D's or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, it, oh, yeah, I guess there's probably not a lot of women tattoo owner. I wouldn't have even thought about it. But mm-hmm. but it is. So how was that? And what's the struggle as far as being a woman in being a woman? In, yeah, that, that industry. So first of all, like, I feel like being a woman in the industry, people automatically don't take you seriously, like in any other series, like serious career that you have like you're underpaid like i think actually to be completely honest i think tattooing is probably like for women we we make the most i want to say for sure women make the most in the industry um it has a lot to do with uh, women trusting other women tattooing them and then um there's some men that don't feel comfortable with other men tattooing them so especially in like certain areas so I feel like we kind of have an upper hand. It's kind of like a masseuse, you know, like usually would prefer like maybe a female masseuse or something like you feel a lot more comfortable with that. You're alone in a room with somebody, you know, like you want to like choose. And I, I feel like like maybe gender doesn't really matter too much in 2023. I feel like there's so many like different like genders out there now that people can like pick and choose who they want their artists to be. But um, I definitely want to say in like the last upcoming three years, women have been dominating the industry like way more than typically. Um, I do want to announce that I'm pretty sure as far as I'm concerned, Spellbound is the only female owned shop like filled with women only in northern Utah. So as far as I'm concerned. So all your other artists are women too? Yes. 
yeah, we're all very cool. Mm-hmm. Very That's cool. cool. Yeah. 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 And did they find you? Did you find them? Yeah. So um, I kind of I'm one of those. people. Did you meet in the woods under yeah, a full moon? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, we did. I I sent out smoke signals. Yeah. And, I see it. And I put out, message yeah. in bottles and you know threw them out in the river and yeah. there was dancing. Tried to find there was dancing. Yeah. 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 <laughs> sent sent a crow out to you know different people out there. I just manifested that. But um, it's kind of word of mouth to be honest. So um, I I had an apprentice in the beginning and she was so funny like she made me laugh because she's like you're paying me for this right and i was like oh i'm giving you like you know a seventy thousand dollar a year career and you're asking me if i'm gonna pay you if you want to be my assistant i mean that's a different story but i ain't hiring an assistant <laughs> so luna thanks for coming in thanks for reaching out um via course. instagram and this is a lesson you want to be on the show reach out via instagram because that was, that worked well it only took me three months to f- see the message so that was my- <laughs> message in a bottle that oh guy. my god that <laughs> was i'm gonna horrible. send you you didn't see the signals. smoke signal no i totally yeah, yeah. was so far behind <laughs> so basically what we've learned too if you need to email banyan you want to email Todd, Todd at the <laughs> well, email was fine. Yeah, it's yeah. she messaged on Instagram. I'm oh, an Instagram gosh. person. Yeah, and I, and I and I thought you were more on to Instagram, Brandon. Brandon, I'm shaking my head. The the she messaged, and that was like probably if she would have tagged me in a, which is wouldn't have been a way to reach out. But when I forget to check the messages, yeah. and that's my fault. It's totally my fault. So nice. I apologize, <laughs> okay. Luna. And the timing is perfect. You saw yeah. it. You saw it. Yeah. So that's all that matters. Yeah, that that was great, and so and they people can just get a hold of you and yeah, and book, they can book time with you. Book and, with me, yeah. Hidden Moon Art or Spellbound um, Tattoo. Yeah, for sure. I'm always accepting new clients, and we have a bunch of awesome tattoo artists there as well. They can book with. So and is it okay if we come in and say I want a tattoo? Like Eric's going to come in and he's going to say I want a tattoo, but I don't know <laughs> on what his I, ass? I don't on his ass, <laughs> but, but I don't know what I want, and so help me figure that out. Yeah, I would be like, there's my book. Like, check out what's available. Okay. okay. (laughs) That's how I got mine was mine was on a wall. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's the best way to do it, honestly, because I feel like when the tattoo artist does their art, their own art, they're like really invested in it. Yeah. So. And you, I saw you do these, like, I'll do these certain tattoos for cheap, like, Mm -hmm. that you've been posting. Friday the 13th. Yeah. 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 So, um, tattoo artists have like holidays. Okay. So there's like Friday the 13th is like a holiday for us. So we do like deals during, and then also apprentices, like who I'm teaching how to tattoo. Yeah. I feel like it's a respect thing not to like charge a hundred, 200 bucks for like something that might come out good. Like we don't really know if it's going to come out good or not. Like we're just testing the waters to see how their line work is going to turn out. So we definitely, um, you know, we keep it at a certain like ballpark and price wise just to cover our, you know, supplies, expensive, yeah. Yeah, yeah, for keep sure. the lights on. But yeah, so they're discounted for apprentices. So if anybody wants an apprentice tattoo, yeah, she's available. That's well. pretty cool. So yeah, yeah. that's really that cool. cool. But see, yeah. you mentioned that, so now I have to ask. There's so many questions. Yeah. Uh, I know. Ask I'm like, as many questions. So this, it's all it's, night. it's so very this, interesting. Yeah, you know? This doesn't necessarily have to apply to just your work, but um, how expensive can tattoos get? Now, obviously they can grow and grow and grow, but I mean like essentially a design and maybe that consists that that's already planned out that you're going to cover a lot of square footage on somebody's body. And and I can imagine that that price could get really high, but can can tattoos get really expensive? They can really like, I I think whoever's doing tattoos, 
um, values themselves as an artist. So they, you know, whatever they feel like they need to charge you, they will, like, as they feel like their value is. Yeah, it's like painters, you know, he feels like he wasted what, like 12, you know, 13 hours drawing this or painting this. I'm going to sell it for five grand. You know, it's because he spent his heart and soul and, and invested a lot of time into this. And look at this masterpiece, you know, it's like you spent a little less than five grand on yours, I'm assuming. On my tattoo? Yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. It's like a hundred bucks or something. I don't know. Like, <laughs> no, I don't know. It wasn't, yeah. it wasn't a lot. Yeah. It was on a wall. It was like one of those cheapy ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It was a good memory. I need to add. So, Luna, you're, you, you may see me later. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's fine. Um, I think, like, my uh, price-wise, I was charging probably close to, like, 120 an hour. And I just recently changed it per piece because um, I would get finished with like a really big tattoo in like an hour, <laughs> so I'm like, um, mm. yeah, you get yeah. quick. Yeah, yeah I got. Yeah, yeah, I was just like, dang, and like I feel like telling my clients, I'm fast at tattooing, and then they're like, oh no, like don't be fast at my tattoo. Take yeah. your time, and then I like take my time, but like line work is pretty quick for me, and yeah, it kind of was hard when I would only have to charge like two, three hundred for a piece that. You know, would have taken somebody at least four hours doing. With I think like, something you're going to have the rest of your life should cost more than like a poofy. What? One hundred percent. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I want to like send her off to the shoe industry. So you're in the shoe industry, right? Well, kind of. Okay. I'm in the running industry. That's funny. Yeah. I feel yeah. like a pair of shoes. Like, what do they run? Like, they're pretty expensive too, right? Sure. Yeah. Running I, shoes are. I've always like compared. I don't know my prices with like. I always just been like, well, you're you're gonna spend like you know, 150 on a pair of shoes and that's going to only last you like, what, you know, six, yeah. 20 yeah. months. And then like someone like tries to bargain with me with my prices. I'm like, this is going to last forever. Like, you know, you don't run down unless you're like right. in the sun all the time. And so I'm just like, you know, understand that our prices, I'm surprised that tattoos aren't way more than they are today because mm-hmm. um, actually I have this theory that tattoos are like, you know, within the range that they are price-wise right now is because of how um, poorly the industry has been treated, like, with gang violence in in the past and, like, people associated with prison. People, like, I, I have this theory that people just have this, like, bad consultation when it comes to tattoos, and so that's why I think that people don't value them for what they are, and I don't know. That's just my theory. So. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it, same problem artists have. Just artists. Yeah, I mean, I starving artists across the board. Yep, yep. No, yeah. that's completely true. Yeah. yeah.